0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 147 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies for the week as usual on a Monday and we have a look at any listener comments and anything else that has been studied this week. If you, are, if you have studied anything uh, in the week uh, that has to do with our Come Follow Me or doesn't have to do with our Come Follow Me, I would love it if you'd share it on our Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, or you can email Session at gmail.com. So, uh, listener comments this week, only one um, which uh, we've received. Uh, well, um, Well, there's been a couple of things actually. Uh, partially down to the fact that I've not really posted as much as normal uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, but we have had um, someone share uh, a bit of uh, information about um, mezuzahs and why Jewish people hang mezuzahs on doorposts. Of course, we spoke about that um, in Deuteronomy. So um, it'd be fascinating to have a look at that and uh, see what you think and see if it adds to your study from what you did last week. Uh, and we also have a comments about... Um, Brigham Young and Joseph Smith linking to Moses and uh, Joshua, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, the, the listener says, I've heard, I've heard of Brigham Young referred to as a modern day Moses because he was responsible for taking the saints across these plains. But reading this made me think Joseph Smith is more like Moses. They both had visions to start a new dispensation and had to move from place to place and both died before reaching the promised land. Joshua brought the children of Israel into the promised land and set up settlements and established the tabernacle, much like Brigham Young did when they first reached the Salt Lake Valley. I thought this is a fascinating insight, and I have also heard of um, the modern day uh, application of Brigham Young being like like Moses, Um, and I think that what's pointed out here is very true. Of course, I think there's many layers within this, and I think that other individuals could be related to other prophets and so on. Um, but I do like this comparison between the two and uh, it'll be one to remember uh, when we discuss things like that. So, yeah, please do share what you think uh, about these things uh, and it'd be great to hear your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to just share a, a little um, thought about something that kind of came to me as we were studying in, um, in our elders quorum class uh, yesterday. We were studying a talk uh, given in the most recent uh, general conference, um, which was called Then Will I Make Weak Things Become Strong by Kevin S. Hamilton. Uh, And we were discussing uh, the scripture, of course, it's linked with that, Ether 1227. Um, And it was just a mention about how the Lord says he will make the weak things become strong um, after the if-then statement comes to pass. So if we are humble and, and things like that, uh, as it says in the, in the scriptures, the, the, the then statements, which is what the Lord promises he will do, um, if we're humble and have faith, um, he says, then he will make weak things become strong. And I noticed that the word will in this sentence is an important, what we call a modal verb. Right now as a year six teacher, uh, as a you know, primary school teacher in, in the UK, we are preparing um, what uh, kind of for, for end of year results uh, for our children that we that we teach to, to take on with them into high school, uh, and one of the things that we're doing is looking very much at writing, um, and one of the things that um, is listed as a requirement or a or an ex- characteristic of um, writing that is meeting the expected standard for the end of year six is something called modal verbs. And these are words uh, in sentences such as can, will, should, could, would, might, um, and all these words which indicate how possible or how likely something is going to happen. So um, obviously my brain is very switched on to these things right now. And listening to this or reading this made me think about um, the times where we hear these in scriptures. Um, And when do we hear words such as will and might and should? I mean, for example, if you um, search the word might um, in the Gospel Library app in the Scriptures, aside from the times where we're talking about the the might of someone, um, instead when we're saying things like that they might um, in Armour 43, this uh, is referring to um, how the... Nephites want to preserve their privileges um, and that with in connection with the title of liberty it says that they might preserve them from the hands of their enemies and also that they might preserve their rights and privileges yea and also their liberty that they might worship God Um, in doctrine covenants uh, section 1 verse 24 it says and also gave them commandments uh, to to others that they should proclaim these things unto the world. And all this that it might be fulfilled, which was written by the prophets. So again, in connection with the actions of mankind, things might come to pass if we do what we um, set out to do uh, with a good focus. Um, in Helaman chapter 14, uh, again, we read the word might being used. And. Um, in connection with what we we might do um, that you might know of the coming of Jesus Christ the son of God, the father of heaven and of earth the creator of all things from the beginning that you might know the signs of his coming to the intent that you might believe on his name Um, this um, modal verb indicates a degree of possibility not a certainty uh, and it's all connected with our actions the things that we do uh, another one that I was uh, listening to, uh, oh, not listening to, but searching through, was uh, should. When do we find the word should used in the scriptures? Should is interesting because it is a stronger degree of um, certainty than than might is, um, and when you look at when the times that the word should is involved, um, there is some uh, degree of the Lord. Um, directing or prophesying what should come to pass Um, but it is um, again in the hands of mankind for it to come to pass and the other thing that's interesting with this as well um, after i share first nephi 10 um, which talks about this it says that after they they should be destroyed even that great city jerusalem and many be carried away into captivity into into babylon according to the own due time of the lord they should return again Yea, even be brought back out of captivity. And after they should be brought back out of captivity, they should possess again the land of their inheritance. So again, you can see here that this is um, a a vision to to Nephi, but again, it is down to the actions of man for it to come to pass. Um, Joseph Smith in Joseph's History talking about which church he should join. Um, In Moses 29, we read about um, the people uh, debating and uh, discussing which who among them should be their king, and it came to pass that the voice of the people came saying, "We are desirous that Aaron thy thy son should be our king and our ruler." So again, whilst there is, um, you know, some indication of the Lord's directions being um, used with the word "should," uh, it is very much focused on um, again the actions of people. Um, In verse 8 of Alma 52, Moroni talks about how they should do certain things to prepare. And he was very much inspired and led uh, in many cases by the Lord. But this is him carrying out the the will of the Lord. And in verse 9, it says, and he also sent orders unto him that he should fortify the land bountiful and secure the narrow pass." So again, all these things showing that these things should happen. But there is always a hint that there is. A possibility that they won't, due to man. But in the final one I want to look at is will, and this is the one which we saw with um, Ether 1227. Then will I make weak things become strong? If someone says I will do something, there is a very strong possibility, a certainty uh, that these things will happen. And wouldn't you know it, when you search for will uh, in the scriptures in the Gospel Library app, Nine times out of ten, all the ones I've seen so far anyway, uh, in the list that I've looked at, um, are to do with what the Lord will do. Um, in Leviticus 26, uh, I, will br- I will break the pride of your power. In Jacob chapter 5, I will graft them whithersoever I will. Um, in Ezekiel 36, uh, will I cleanse you? I will take away the stony heart. Um, in Jeremiah, in 51... And with thee will I break in pieces the horse and his rider. Uh, In Helaman chapter 13, um, Therefore thus saith the Lord, because of the hardness of the hearts of the people of the Nephites, except they repent, I will take away my work from them, and I will withdraw my spirit from them, and I will suffer them no longer, and I will turn the hearts of their brethren against them. Um, All of these um, that I've just read, and many, many more, indicate how the Lord will do things among his people, uh, should they do certain things. The Lord will always fulfill his promises to us. Um, it requires for some things um, that we need to do things. And then they, sh- if we should do those things, then the Lord will bless us. He is always true to his word. And we can have faith in him because of that. Um, thank you very much for listening today hope you've enjoyed this uh this different study today please do join us tomorrow as uh, we continue with um the come follow me study for next week or this week i should say which is of course the book of joshua thank you for your time and until we meet again